welcome back to the Empowered Mind podcast. I haven't spoken to you guys in quite some time, which I'm so sorry about. A lot has been going on in my life um, that I had to take some time off the podcast due to it. And I guess I'm going to open up this episode and talk a bit about that before I go ahead and introduce the episode because this episode and like just what happened to me a few weeks ago all kind of relates so you'll soon understand that by me actually giving you guys some context beforehand but in a nutshell what's been happening is I got really sick a few weeks ago with a virus and feeling a lot better now but when I was in that place I felt so bad. I felt really just clogged up, congested, my appetite had gone, I just was not consuming the right foods at that time just because I didn't really want to eat big meals so I just basically ate toast, I ate not so good like my options with food was like snacks so it could be like chocolate just to snack on something just to fuel my body but basically what happened is I graduated so I'm finally a graduate so I finished my uni degree mid-semester it would have been around June time and then I had from late June to late September with this like big kind of gap this awkward kind of gap where, you know, you're still a uni student, but you're finished technically with your studies. So it was just a bit strange, but it was kind of like if you guys are postgraduate, so we'll post finished your studies, um, but you're not exactly a graduate yet. It's kind of like that limbo kind of time frame where you're still, you know, technically a student, you're a graduate, that's what they're called apparently, um, but you're just waiting to graduate. So it was just a funny time, I guess. But I really enjoyed my break and, yeah, I was doing quite well. I was working a lot more because um, I had the time because, you know, I didn't have to dedicate my time to study. So it was really good. And then I had the podcast that I was working on as well and building the Instagram for it. And then I also had my other podcast with my friend that I was working towards as well. And we also were working towards a business idea that we're hopefully going to launch this at the end of this year. Um, but yeah, so there was a lot going on after I finished my exams and then suddenly, you know, got to the point of graduating. But the weekend of me graduating, my body just shut down. I just felt so ill and I literally had not felt like that in forever. So I definitely was run down and, you know, I tried to be positive in that situation. Like, you know, when you're sick, you know, you try to remain positive and go, you know, I'm going to get better. But, you know, days went on and I just did not feel big improvement. Sometimes I felt like I was backtracking. So I definitely just kind of got into a depressive state, which affected my mental health. So I decided after about a week and a half, you know, because at that point I was literally housebound. I was bedridden. I, you know, didn't work for that first week I was sick. And the second week I tried to work. And, you know, when you're dealing with something like, you know, you you got the flu or you've got a virus, um, you know, foreign invaders are in your body. You're trying to heal yourself. 
and then suddenly you think you're okay to, you know, start your normal routine again, go back to work, and then you do, and then suddenly after that shift you just feel like you're back to square one. I just felt awful, so I had to take the rest of that week off as well. So what I did learn from that experience is that, you know, if you are feeling better and it's good to be positive, but you need to be, especially if you're dealing with a virus of some sort, you want to be 100% better before you go back to, you know, the routine of pushing yourself a bit more. So you just want to slightly increase your load of doing things, you know, like whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's going back to work. Like I live at home, you know, with my family. So I had the privilege to be able to stay home for the majority of those two weeks. And I know for someone who's living out of home by themselves, you know, they have to obviously support themselves financially. They'll need to go to work. Otherwise, you know, how are they going to earn any income to pay their bills? So I did have the privilege in, you know, being able to stay home and try to fully recover before I went back to work properly. So yeah, I had, I guess, a few stresses after uni and I even like during uni, I had stresses, but like after that, you know, you have, you deal with new stresses once, you know, one chapter's closed and another begins, you have all these new stresses, you know, and stress never really goes away, does it? So it's about managing that. And I guess that's something I really want to prioritize is my mental health and managing stress when it comes on and, you know, being aware of that. And everyone's going to go through stress in their life, but yeah, it's about just trying to control and, you know, control it and not allow it to take over and overwhelm you. Because they say, you know, cortisol, which is the stress hormone, is tied to so many, you know, health conditions. So, you know, I just, you know, it makes sense basically why I got sick is because my immune system was more vulnerable due to the stresses I had. And I guess after I graduated, it was that like lead up. So once the lead ups stopped and, you know, the event happened, you know, that's when I started getting sick. Yeah. So I definitely did not see that coming, but, you know, it happened and, you know, you go through these things and you learn lessons from them. So you're just going to take it on board. Um, and so that's basically what I'm trying to do now. And that's why, you know, I feel better myself now and I feel more energetic, still got a little bit you know, more work to do in terms of changing my overall health and well-being because there's definitely stuff to do with like my immune system, building up that. And also I suffered quite a bit of anxiety. Um, that's another, I guess, episode I could get into um, talking about anxiety and the triggers and everything. But yeah, I... I've never been really an anxious person, but just over the last year, certain things have happened, um, which I guess has changed the way I live my life and it sucks, but it's about staying positive. So yeah, I will actually go into another episode and talk about that in in more detail. Um, and I'm also actually going to be starting up my YouTube channel at, again as well. So if you don't know, I do have a YouTube channel and it is called The Empowered Mind. So not The Empowered Mind podcast, The Empowered Mind. And on that channel, it's going to be featuring a lot of the same types of content that is on the podcast, 
but it's just in video form and they're probably going to be shorter, obviously. So yeah, if you guys are more like the visual, you know, want to consume content more visually, then definitely head over to my YouTube channel as well. Um, but yeah, I'm going to actually dedicate a series in improving my health. So it's like a journey that I'm going to get you guys to follow me on. So I'm going to introduce that video and just tell you a bit about what lifestyle habits I'm changing and what habits I'm forming, like new habits. And yeah, just like how I'm going to better my mental and physical health, basically, because after that experience, you know, obviously when you're sick and you come out of that, you just don't want to feel sick again because you like you forget sometimes like, you know, when you're well, you're like, oh, you know, I will never get sick. And then you do become sick. And then it's just like an awful feeling and you feel it's very debilitating. And especially if you have so many like life goals you want to pursue, just like getting sick out of nowhere is just like definitely puts your goals on the back burner and like allows you not to really move forward. So it's about, I guess, controlling that because obviously getting sick is inevitable sometimes. You know, you're going to get sick, you're going to burnout but I guess there's ways you can prevent that or if you've gone through it prevent it from happening again or soon after so that's basically what I'm going to be talking about on my channel but yeah this episode today is titled the importance of listening to your body because that is definitely something that I learned from you know this experience of feeling sick and you know I've been sick in the past before but just this certain sickness was just a bit different because I know just the physiological changes that happened in my body were quite debilitating but you know not just physically mentally as well so it was quite a significant sickness for me um and yeah I just felt like I wanted to talk about my experience and you know share it with you guys well I'm going to create it into a series you'll see the development of how I get better on my YouTube channel like I mentioned so yeah this is just like an overall like why it's so important to listen to your body and listen to the triggers it's telling you um, because your health is the most important thing I believe and you've got to really set yourself up you know with good habits good routines and try to avoid bad habits because that's going to stop your growth, your overall healthy growth in life. So um, try not to or try to reduce the amount of bad habits that you're doing every single day. So why is it important to listen to your body? Your body is your temple and you've got to really treat it as that because what you're feeding your body is obviously sources of fuel that you're going to either become energized by it or you're just going to be depleted. And definitely getting your nutrition right after you get sick, which was in my case, is definitely an important factor to get better. So, yeah, trying to, I guess, be in tune with, like, what foods work with you and what foods don't. So maybe you don't know, maybe you're gluten intolerant and you might need to check that out. So maybe it's like when you eat rice, when you eat pasta, when you eat bread, you know, gluten products, you feel worse in yourself and just like maybe your overall energy or just like you feel bloated. You know, it's about actually tracking that and even if you want to get a journal or just track it on your phone in the notes section. Sometimes I do this 
just so that you can keep track of things because sometimes you forget when you're like storing it in your brain. So it's really simple. You just write down anytime you feel, you know, uncomfortable and unwell based on what you eat. So another thing is to, I guess, look for triggers as well. So everyone experiences stress. Um, stress is the most common type of emotion I feel like a lot of humans experience and we are exposed to stress you know on a regular basis whether it's at work whether it's in our relationships in our family dynamics so you know it's about actually trying to be aware self-aware of those stresses and control it because by controlling those stresses we can then allow our body to move freely and be able to not get sick, you know, because anxiety, fear, you know, feelings of inadequacy, stuff like that all ties with the stress hormone because, you know, your body's basically on high alert. It's activating the fight or flight response. So as you guys know, the fight or flight response is where, you know, if you are presented with something that you fear, so it could be a stress at work, maybe you have to give a presentation or maybe you and your partner are fighting at the moment. You know, it could be where the fight or flight response is you either want to you know, flee the situation. So you want to fly or you want to fight it. So you want to stand up for yourself. Maybe you're having a disagreement with your partner. So you want to go ahead and, you know, speak up for yourself and share what it is your opinion is on the matter. Um, so it's that stress that we're overloading in our body that's actually creating you know, these symptoms of feeling sick. So you want to try to find ways to find techniques to control that stress. Um, because, you know, obviously we can't get rid of it completely and we do need some amount of stress in our life to just keep our physiology in balance because, you know, adrenaline is important as well to have in our body. But yeah, it's just about just balancing that and just controlling it. So Ways that I've actually been able to do this is through meditation. So as you stress, you know, obviously your heart rate will go up, your breathing will go a bit more shallow, you won't be able to take like deep breaths. And that's what I was experiencing is like when I would take a deep breath, you know, it wouldn't last that long. It's about using breath work and trying to breathe in and out and just like looking like I've heard of this method it's called the box breathing method so it's where it's great for panic attacks which I've actually suffered with um within that year that I was experiencing more high levels of anxiety but like a breathing technique I've heard works and that I've tried myself is where you're breathing in for four seconds and you're holding that and then you're breathing out for another four seconds. And then you just keep repeating that process. So, you know, it's really simple to do. And even when you're in public, if you are able to do that, it can just calm you right down. Um, and obviously practice makes perfect. So, you know, if you don't get it on the first try, that's totally fine. But you just got to keep at it. So, that's something I've been doing and like, you know, I've also just been doing research of my myself and 
trying to find different meditation practices or ways of thinking, positive thinking. So, you know, when you're thinking negatively, obviously that's actually going to play a physiological role in your body. And that's going to, well, what I've researched myself is there's this Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about this idea of the regulation of certain genes based on a trigger response. So it could be to do with stress. So your stress hormone is like linked to all these different emotions that you're going to experience, whether that's fear, anxiety, depression, panic, you know, um, and also it is linked to, I've heard jealousy and envy as well. So if you think that you're jealous of someone in your life at the moment and you're like comparing yourself then maybe try to think of ways to reduce that because you know obviously we're always comparing ourselves but being able to reduce that in a way where you're like understanding when you're going over the top and being you know your false beliefs are kind of kicking in that's I guess where self-awareness plays into it And that will help you and assist you. But yeah, the ways that I've, I guess, helped myself is through, you know, being able to do that research. And yeah, so Joe Dispenza, he basically says that certain emotions trigger certain stress responses. And then if that stress hormone is playing a part in you feeling unwell, then obviously the opposite effect can happen too. So your thoughts can make you unwell, but your thoughts can also make you well. And that gave me, I guess, a sense of hope that because I was in the depressive kind of state and by being able to flip my thinking around is actually allowed me to get better and become more energised because I'm being positive and it's actually up-regulating certain gene expressions that help relieve those symptoms of feeling stress. So it's definitely a work in progress and, you know, I've definitely had days where, you know, I'm like, does this even work? But it's about putting that work in, that internal work in and actually showing up for yourself day in and day out and knowing that some t- some days aren't going to be good, you know, some days are going to be bad but it's about just putting that work in for yourself because you will feel a hundred times better, you know, in the long run, if you keep at it, than like being in that depressive state and thinking that you'll never get better. So if you're going through a hard time with depression, anxiety, another type of mental health illness that is caused by the stress hormone being released a lot, you know, it's working on overload then try, really try these, you know, methods and these meditations. And, you know, I'm only on my starting journey with all this. So this has been probably about a week, week and a half that I've implemented these practices. So I'm fairly new myself, but, you know, this can be a journey that we do together. And I'm going to be sharing a lot more of my tips and stuff on YouTube because it's going to be more of a journey thing. So I'm going to have like a series. So on these episodes, though, I'm going to still like have episodes that are linked to, you know, your health. So I'm going to talk about meditation. I'm actually going to get a guest on actually. Hopefully this week we're going to set the date um, and that episode for you will be released hopefully next week. 
but I'm going to get someone on that does meditation on her own as well and that's really benefited her and her self-healing journey so do stay tuned for that one because I'm really excited to interview her um but yeah so just I feel like I've almost had like a little calling almost like a purpose kind of thing where you know just because I've always been fascinated with psychology and the brain and how it works, you know, you know, your mindset. And, you know, when I look back to when I was younger, my mindset definitely has evolved and changed from then. And yours can too, if you just keep at it. So yes, I guess it's about being your own well-being detective. So understanding what is actually, you know, happening in your body certain triggers realizing the certain triggers in your body um and being able to pinpoint that and understanding why they're happening is you know really important to know and for you to decode because that will help you ultimately to better yourself and better your general well-being and your you know physical mental health because it's so important to self-regulate that and be able to you know acknowledge when you're feeling stressed when you're feeling certain types of emotions, especially negative ones, because that allows you to flip it around and turn it into a positive emotion because positive emotions will upregulate certain genes and then downregulate, you know, worse genes that are associated to that stress response. And you can heal yourself, which is, you know, amazing. And by listening to your body, it actually gives you that gift of healing yourself. So it's really important to acknowledge that in yourself. And it also, I guess, gives you a different perspective as well. So you're actually opening your mind, you're becoming more optimistic of the things, other things that are out there that can help you to actually heal yourself on your own and, you know, not need Western medicine, you know, you can actually heal yourself. And apparently, according to Dr. Joe Dispenza, you have all the chemicals within you already to actually heal yourself. So your central nervous system has all those chemicals. So that's to do with your your brain. Um, you know, you've got it all. And that's why, you know, the mind is such a powerful organ in our, you know, our body is because it has all those chemicals that actually, you know, create these chemical reactions that allow us to live more well lives, you know, more emotionally fulfilling lives. And you'll live longer by actually being able to listen to your body and doing something about it, though. So you can listen to, you know, how you're feeling, really be in tune with your body, but actually doing something about it you know, is the second step to actually creating that long-lasting effect. And, you know, like I said, sometimes we're going to fall off that bandwagon. We're going to feel pumped up, feel energetic and, you know, feel good and get results after we do the meditation practices, after we talk it out with our therapist or whatever it is, start eating right. But it's like don't lose hope if you have a bad day because we're all going to have bad days. It's about actually recognizing the good days and acknowledging the bad days for what they are, acknowledging the lessons, maybe the mistakes that you created from that bad day, and then turning them into lessons which you can help improve yourself and your, you know, how you're 
living your own life and that is so important to have that self-awareness in yourself. I keep repeating the self-awareness thing, but it's so important. And I definitely have seen my self-awareness grow within the last few years. Um, I've always been a self-aware person, but I just feel like over the last few years, it's just definitely skyrocketed, let's just say. So I think I'm going to wrap this episode up, guys. It's been a pretty intense kind of episode because... I just, I guess, wanted to give you guys some context into how I was feeling and how I'm currently feeling, you know, on my health and fitness journey. And I will definitely go into detail with how, you know, that whole year I've been feeling, I guess, really just up and down with my stress levels. And, you know, they say about the, the body should be in homeostasis. That's when it's, you know, balanced and when it feels, you know, most at ease um, and I definitely feel like my body has been out of whack for some time now. And it's definitely, you know, stress definitely is the trigger that creates that chaos. So I'm definitely doing my own research and finding ways that I can manage my stress levels and be able to live a more emotionally fulfilling life. And one that's, you know, not chaotic all the time. Um, and, you know, still be able to achieve my life goals. And I am going away actually at the end of the year. I'm going on holiday for six weeks to Europe. So I want to make sure that I'm fully, you know, better for that. My immune system is built up. And obviously when you're traveling a lot, you know, you're going to be exposed to different environments, different conditions and, you know, different foods. Um, so I want to be able to have that homeostasis, I guess, within my body and have my immunity levels built up so, you know, I avoid getting sick, touch wood. So, yeah, that's quite a personal goal of mine and I'm looking forward to sharing that journey with you guys over on my YouTube channel and I guess I will give you guys some updates here and there on the podcast as well. But, yeah, these podcast episodes are going to be different types of topics uh, that aren't always to do with health because obviously this is about, you know, your mind and stuff. But yeah, the YouTube channel just gives me that, I guess, series that I can, you know, put all those videos together and compile it in a playlist for you. Um, but yeah, so if you guys want to go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, please do. I will leave the link down below. And if you're not following me on my Instagram account, please do as well. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will catch you in the